2015 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast, live from Philadelphia. This is your host, as always, Narf Money, and I am joined by Priest Mode. We're talking about the state of the league heading into week six. How good is Yoni's team at 5-0? Priest gives his full analysis over Narf's team, thinking they're making the playoffs. We're talking the big matchups, worst teams playing each other this week, Lionel's terrible quarterbacks, all the other hot stories heading into week six, guys. Listen up, we are back live! Trons, Narf is back after four or five weeks off. I'm joined with Priest coming off an epic Monday night win over Hudson. What's up, dude? Not too much. Really pumped. Suck it, Hudson. Were you watching the game live? Uh, yes, I was, actually. Uh, do I, should I believe that? Are you tell me the truth? Uh, no, I wasn't watching it. Oh, Priest, you don't deserve to win on Monday night if you don't watch, man. Oh, you said Monday night? See, I didn't... So, I've been so wrapped up in baseball that I have absolutely no idea. I actually did watch the Monday night game, but only because it was on the television that was next to the Mets game. Not because you were going against Hudson and you had, like, a 28-point lead, or 26, and Antonio Gates, like, 25 and a half points? Um, yeah. Yeah, you can tell me that. I had no idea. I don't deserve it. You're God, right. You really don't deserve it. You, I know. Not, at least you're not lying. At least you're owning it. Um, yeah, the, the Mets... Wait... Did they already advance or no? No, they lost last night. They could have advanced had they won. But, so, oh, uh, right. It's 2-2, right? Yeah, they're going to L.A. tomorrow. And uh, uh, what Granky's pitching, right? Granky against DeGrom. So it'll be a good matchup. But uh, So I'm, I'm hopeful, actually. I think they're going to make it through. What did uh, you think of the Utley play? Um, so my problem with it wasn't like, oh, it was malicious. It's technically in the rules. People have done it before. I was just really surprised that they called him safe on that. Because yeah. that safe call actually screwed up the entire rest of the inning for the for the Mets. Did the Mets end up winning that game? I don't remember. No, they ended up losing it because they screwed up, because they let the uh, the Dodgers score three runs that inning. So yeah. it was um, a pretty pivotal pivotal play. And like knocking Ruben Tejada out of the series and out of the rest of the season kind of sucks. So, um, I was it, pretty pissed. I really don't follow baseball at all when the Phillies suck. So, is Ruben Tejada good? No. No. Okay. So it just kind of sucks that now we have one one guy who's a very good fielder who can't play the rest of the, uh, the postseason. Yeah. I don't know how he was called safe. Also, I'm not, like, I don't, I don't understand how you don't have a problem with being malicious. Like, he... Like he was past the bag when he slid. It was it was not even like attempted. I thought you have to like at least attempt to slide for the bag was the rule. I mean, people do that all the time, though, right? I mean, like it's that far past the bag. Yeah, they, it happens. It happens really off. I mean, right. the, I the man that got, uh, on the Pirates early in the season, he got knocked out for the rest of the season because 
somebody, I forget who it was, but he slid basically in, right into the guy. It, it happens so often, and the rules need to change. The rules have changed for catchers, but they haven't changed for for field players. So hopefully that'll All that'll right. happen because of this. But but we'll see. It was pretty. It was ugly. Yeah, I gotta say I'm rooting for the Dodgers because of Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, but they don't really care that much. So, uh, all right, good luck to the Mets. I guess. Um, Thanks, Narf. I yeah, appreciate it. I actually, if I take that back, I want. I don't even like Chase Utley that much. I do like Jimmy Rollins, but neither even they even play. So it's not. They're, that they're much. both pretty off. They've both been awful for about three years. I know. Have they turned one double play on the Dodgers together? I don't know how to look that up. I don't. I, I've, I've, I've like wanted play. to look that up. They, they're they're basically just like pinch hitters by now. But they must have started, like, some bullshit games in the regular season or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch them that much. <sighs> All right. So, yeah, anything uh, anything new in the life of Priest? Um, I'm getting older and progressively more injured. Okay. Um, so, like, my ability to play sports has gotten to, like, the point where I can play for about a month and then I get injured. So I'm, I'm getting my AARP cards pretty soon. Does that mean you're not coming to the alumni game? Um, no, there's, I had, well, I had plans that week anyway, but, no, I'm, um, I'm sure you had plans. Yeah, I had tons of plans, uh, and I'm, yeah, no, I, I can't make it. Okay. I'm, I'm undecided on going, personally. I could be swayed. So if anyone's listening to this and wants me to attend, they should make an argument in that way. We'll uh, see if that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to, I haven't podcasted in so long. It's, it's good to be back. Thanks for coming on the show, Priest. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And as I think every single year, you like send me an email with dates that you can do it and volunteer like ahead of time. It's amazing. Well, I actually like listening to the podcast, and I like some continuity here. So I'm kind of glad to be able to, in some way, support you in, in this kind of neat endeavor that you got going on. I appreciate that. I like doing podcasts, too. I've just been, like two weeks in a row, I got crazy busy. Um, like the Pope came to Philly, and that was like a huge mess for, for work and stuff. Did then, you go? Did you see him? Um I, I was I was there. I didn't see him in person, but he did bless me. Um, is your life is your life changed because of if, that? Though? If you see him live in person, you automatically get converted to Catholicism, and I didn't know if I wanted to do that, so I like averted my eyes. Oh, okay, good. Um, yeah, do you, you, know. you feel guilt? Have you, have you touched children? Have you done any of these things? Um, I'm not sure if I've touched a child since. I'd have to go back and think about it, but that's okay. like part of the rules, like to fully convert. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, you should read the, the, the Catholic Bible. Okay. Um, I don't really plan on doing that, but, what? Well, I mean, anything's possible, I guess. Um, so, yeah, then last week I tried to get CB on and he bailed. I tried to get Vigo on and he bailed, so it wasn't really my fault. But I think the league needs podcasts back. I think this, like, group me spitting out of control. Like, there's no media to, like, spin the stories the way they should be. Like, people aren't focused enough lamb chop against, like, against I- lamb chop enough. Like, it's just nothing's right. I really miss Fuse and Lamb Chop trolling the league. Like, it makes things so much more interesting. And well, I think you need to, like, we need to stir some shit up to get them back into, into sending out ridiculous emails. Well, they're, they're sending out ridiculous group me's now and trolling. But I actually don't, I don't like group me. Do you like group me? I got invited to it, but I really dislike getting, like, obnoxious texts. And I think that's, like, a text-based thing, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's not... Yeah, it is text, but it's not like SMS through your phone. It's like internet-based texting. I'm pretty sure. Okay, but, well, but yeah, the, I don't know. The point Invite is, like, me back. I'll check it out. Well, I'll, I think I think Anton has to, but no, it's it's not it's not great. Like, it forces the information. You can't like ignore it. Like you're like you can't. It's not like check your email. Like it just pushes it to you, and then you get sucked into reading these stupid group me's all the time. Is it like WhatsApp? Because that's not bad. I don't know what that is, but maybe uh, whatever. Um, all right, so we've established that we're rooting for the Mets. 
that you're old, and that podcasts are good for the league. I, I think all those things are completely correct. All those things are true. All right, so talk to me about your team, man. How do you feel? You're four and one. First of all, we're in a weird spot in the league. There's only four, like eight teams are below 500 right now. It's bizarre. So I haven't really followed anyone else's team, but mine. I am. My team is mediocre, even though I'm four and one. I, I'm not very happy with it. I don't think your team is great, but I, I'd say you're better than mediocre. I, I if I had done power rankings, which I do want to do one day. I'd have you like maybe four or five right now. Well, I think that's pretty generous. What I will say is that I have depth in two positions. So my team is basically Tom Brady and my running backs. Um, but I have three decent running backs. I have Forte, Hyde, and Martin. And um, I'm kind of glad I have that depth because any given Sunday, one of those can go out and having two starters uh, or a starter that can fill in is really, really useful. Um, and Tom Brady's been fantastic, and I think that was kind of like the, my pickup of the draft. Yeah, so so be honest when you when you drafted him, did you expect him to play all sixteen games? I did actually. I read a bunch of, and this can be complete bullshit, but I read a few like legal arguments about how they really have no ground to actually suspend him, and that on appeal he would basically get reinstated or he wouldn't be suspended. So I really thought he was going to play all sixteen games, and I think there may be a, sh- a chance that he gets suspended on the at the end of the season. I've read a few things. Oh, really? Um, I, I don't know. I could be making that up. But I was pretty confident that he actually wouldn't be suspended. I mean, he, he, what did he do? He trashed his cell phone before he was told that he had to, like, hold on to it or something. And the league didn't have any actual information about what he said to the, the guys that deflated the ball. So I was pretty confident he was going to be uh, let off there. Yeah, so we drafted like two days before it came out, and I, I was really high on Brady in, in my quarterback rankings, and had I taken him instead of Peyton Manning, which I'm pretty sure I would have done if I knew he was playing 16 games, I'd feel, my team would be amazing right now, um, but yep. it, it wasn't to be. I was worried about I was worried about the 16 games, and I was really worried that like the other three defenses in that division were all supposed to be really good. But that's true. Who does he play? He's beaten up on Buffalo, right? Yeah, they played. They played the Jets already, also, right? No, they haven't. No, oh. still went up. So they haven't played Miami, but they're a mess, and they haven't played the Jets. And the Jets D is actually. What do you think of the Jets in general? Do you think they're? I think they're well, like a sneaky wild card. I think they're nine and seven. I, I agree. I'm, I'm usually pretty down on the Jets, but um, they got that guy Sheldon Richardson coming. So they've already been very, very stout against the run. So they've really clamped down on on teams doing anything uh, on the ground. Having Richardson come out and be able to make the line even better and actually provide a little bit of a pass rush, their their front seven is going to be very, very solid. And they've had um, Revis and Cromarty in the uh, the secondary basically picking up picking off passes and, and disrupting other people's uh, passing game. So I think their defense is really good. And as long as Fitzpatrick, which I... I think he's going to be the starter. As long as he doesn't make mistakes, as long as he stays away from that, I think we can easily go 8-8, eight and eight, probably 9-7. and seven. What Are they Are they 3-1 and one right now? 3-1, and one, yeah. After the bye. Yeah, and their losses to my Eagles, right? Yeah, that because was an ugly-ass game. Because that of was, Brandon Marshall's thump, like worst play of all time? Yeah, uh, but you know when you're in the Jets, it's all relative. Yeah, I mean, like that can't happen on other teams. Like, it's just like... Even him on another team, it wouldn't have happened. Like it just like has to be on the Jets that shit like that happens. But it's it's fun though. Like it's it's the Jets. You know, you get to make fun of the Jets, and it you know, is. as long as you can keep that contained to one game, you have one game where you just kind of screw it all up. Um, I'm I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll I'll take it. 
Does it like hurt you to have Brady on your fantasy team, or do you not care at all? Oh no, it's fantastic because if he does well, then I do well in fantasy, and if he does poorly, then chances are New England loses. So far, he New England hasn't lost, and he hasn't done poorly, so I'm happy fantasy wise. But um, it's kind of a hedge. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So, so you really don't think your? I think your team is is pretty solid. You're good at running back. Um, wide receiver's a mess. Wide receiver's a mess. You do that a lot. I feel like you you never target wide receiver that early, do you? Uh, I I think that there's so much variance to wide receivers that I want to get one solid wide receiver and I think I'll piece it together on the waiver wire. So uh, what I'm trying to do. So Beckham was obviously your guy, and you took him over Julio, I think, right? I did, I did, and you regret it. it? Was, it was the kind of thing where I didn't know enough about. Well, so when I think about Julio Jones, when I think about Atlanta receivers, I feel I just have a sense of injury. And that could be right, that could be wrong, I'm not entirely sure, but I feel like scared to pick them up because I think they're going to get injured. With Beckham, he looked so solid all year. He was, um, well, when he was playing, he's relatively young, and I felt like the Giants are terrible, so they're going to have to throw the ball a ton, so I thought, why not? Um, I I don't think the Giants are terrible. I think the Giants are actually going to be good. Well, hopefully they just keep throwing it, because they've been throwing it a ton since week one. So, you know, I'm... Like, hindsight, Julio would have been smarter, but I'm okay with... As long as you... Like, the way I see, like, the first round, as long as you get somebody who can produce at a solid level, a solid starting level, you're okay. You just can't shit the bed on somebody like, I don't know, like Ray Rice last year. You just got to get somebody to score points for you, and that's what he's doing for me, so I'm okay with it. No, Beckham's fine. I mean, he's... I didn't think he would do what he did last year, and they're, they're not targeting him as much. Like, last year, Eli would only target him down the stretch. Yeah, um... But and, yeah, I saw, and I, I picked up Victor Cruz just in case, like he was terrible, and Cruz would come back and steal some of his his catches. But I don't even know what the deal with with Cruz is. Cruz is weird situation because he's actually still pretty young. If you look it up, he's like twenty five, twenty six, maybe. Like, th- there's no reason he shouldn't still be a good player. Like, he's been like he hasn't played, and I, I I really don't understand like what is is it like? I don't even know what the injury is anymore. I, 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 but even when he's not injured, he's just not effective. Like he just got bad. Like. When he was like twenty four, basically, I, I don't know. Or I guess like maybe if you had that many like little injuries, like you just never are the same. I guess I possible. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what about uh, you thinking Tyrod Taylor over Stafford at all? Like, um, that's an interesting choice for you. Yeah. So I, it's 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 weird because um, I think Stafford's actually hurt too. So Tyrod Taylor is 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 doubtful for this week. I think Stafford's been hurt. I mean, he's looked. Pretty bad all season. You could say terrible. He's looked terrible. Yeah, I mean that—that's actually why one of the reasons why I thought that the trade this week wasn't so bad because Stafford. I don't know if, if he doesn't improve very much, then um, the the value of Calvin Johnson goes down considerably. But for Tyrod Taylor, he's just been when he's playing, when he's healthy, he's very effective, and he's gotten into situations where he can just you know. Throw for a ton of yards and 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 score touchdowns, and so I'm pretty sure if he gets back to being healthy, I'm going to start him over Stafford. Yeah, I, I think Taylor is like seventh right now, and Stafford twenty fifth in in um in QB points. Though, yeah, so it's for Calvin Johnson though. I, I agree with you. The trade wasn't that bad, um, but it's not just Stafford not playing well. It's hurting Johnson. Like Johnson's also just he doesn't get open anymore. Like yeah. they, they're both hurting each other. But how old is John? Johnson can't be that old. He's 30. He turned 30 this season. Really? Yeah. And he came in the league at, at 20. I think it's his 10th season in the league. Like, I mean, you can still play at 30, especially, especially wideouts. But 
you just like if you watch him play, he doesn't get separation. Like he can use his size; he's still just taller and bigger than most guys. Still has good hands too, right? Yeah. I mean, that, like that was he, he's a tall guy with big hands. I mean, that's kind of what Brandon Marshall is actually. Brandon Marshall doesn't really separate that well, but yeah. Um, well, but Calvin Johnson, like Brandon Marshall's been that way for like six years and knows how to like play that way. And Calvin Johnson doesn't so far. Like he still runs the same routes and just doesn't get open. Well, we'll see. I, I, I didn't. I didn't think that was that terrible of a trade, even though Hudson. <laughs> Thought it was awesome. Yeah, the, the the thing about the trade is it like I know it's not a loan because I just can't imagine Anton and Moose came up with the concept of loaning a player, but it is Calvin Johnson being traded back to Anton. It's a fair point. Like, but we, whatever. I mean, like, it's who cares? Like, I I I still don't. I'm not I'm not upset by it. I think it's a decently fair trade. Um, I say move on. I agree. And Moose's team sucks anyway. And Anton's team is actually pretty good. I think. Yeah. I was surprised. I, I looked at the standings for the first time in a while. I was like, wait a minute, is Anton supposed to be by the bottom? Why aren't you looking at the standings every day? Um, it's baseball don't... season, man. I, I honestly, like, once the Mets get knocked out, I'll be back in, like, football Actually, mode. I guess I remember, like, 2010, 2011, like, when the Phillies were good. I, it was, like, hard to get into football season until baseball was over. Yeah, I haven't seen this in nine years, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a special thing. Is that how long it's been? Yeah. So is David Wright the only player that was on the team back then? I think, yeah. No, that's exactly right. Okay. No pun intended. Okay. Um, um, that's, that's enough baseball. So, all right, Priest. <laughs> I, I need you to do me a favor. I, I, have a, I always have a hard time objectively ranking my team. Yeah. I'm two and three right now. I'm like maybe eighth in points scored. have not been good so far. But I still think my team is pretty good. So I need you to look through my roster with me. All right. And like objectively tell me because I, I can handle it. I'm used to losing a disappointment and like the pain and misery that is. All right, I, I I appreciate this. All right, let's give this a go. So Aaron Rodgers, let's start at the top. I mean, obviously he's he's second in points scored among quarterbacks, but I would say he's he's basically number one among quarterbacks. I think that's fantastic. Thank um, you. Your your running backs are awful. Like uh, I don't know why you were high on Arian Foster, but Arian Foster has been. Okay. Consistent for a while now. You know he um, was like number six last year. Seriously? Yes. He was number. Was he, he injured like a he, little bit? He, yes. Last year he. Okay, I'm going to look up last year's stats because you're offending me now by saying Aaron Foster is awful, Priest. But right. um, yeah. he was, I think, sixth, and he missed the first four games last year. So you can. In my head, he's like an injury risk and inconsistent. But he, if he's, he was he, number six last year. That's I mean, I'll give yeah, it to you. Yes, he is an injury risk, but he also has. Tons of productive seasons, and I got him in like the seventh round. Okay, All right. well, but still, I don't like I, I don't like either of your running backs. And who else do you have on the on the uh, the bench here? You have Jonathan Stewart, who I would never touch. Stewart uh, was a mistake. I was high on him coming into season because Daniel Williams wouldn't be bad if Le'Veon Bell were out. But yeah, that's he was not- he was great for two weeks for me. I agree with you. Stewart was bad. Yeldon, and this is why I need someone to balance me because I talk myself with all my players. I don't think Yeldon's bad. Jacksonville's offense is coming around. Like, they are not terrible anymore. They got good receivers. Bortles in his second year. Yeldon, I think he's like top three in the NFL in touches by running back. He gets 20 touches a game. Really? Yes. And I'm looking at his stats now. It's not that bad. It's not as And bad he's as getting bad. better. He's a rookie that, um, like, 8, 9, 5, 14, 14. So, like, nothing is blowing you away, but, like, you can do way the fuck worse than that. As a guy that gets you, nine, say, 9, 10 points a game from your RB2. Like, you can live with that if the rest of your team is good. I mean, all right, so I, I would grade you 
definitely below below like on a scale from one to ten, probably about a four for your running backs. Maybe I, I, I so strong. I think you're so underrating Arian Foster there. Okay. You, well, we can agree to this. You you agreed to have me do this. So. I know. I I wanted your opinion, but I don't agree with it. So now I don't want that's, your opinion. That's great. Um. All right. <laughs> So, all right, Jordan Matthews, I had him either he's, last year or the year before. And it wasn't the year before because it's his second year. Okay, so then it was definitely last year, and he was consistent. Um, pretty solid wide receiver there. I don't know anything about he's that. Been, he's been obviously. terrible this year so far. Just he's been terrible? He, he, he is the worst hands I've seen of a supposedly good wideout I can remember. He drops two to three extremely easy passes every single game. I mean, his points, he's getting, like, around, like, eight points. So, speaking as a guy who will take, like, six or seven points from their wide receiver position, that's perfectly fine. Um, Alan Hers, I don't know anything about him, but I do know that John Brown has been productive. I don't know how productive, but... Okay, so so let's just back up for one second. Arian Foster finished fifth last year in total, total running back scoring, number five. And what was he, he the year before? Uh, I'll, first of all, just... Hold on one second. He missed one, two, three. He completely missed three games. And a fourth game, he had eight attempts for six yards, so I'm guessing he got hurt. So let's say he missed three and a half games and finished fifth. That's uh, that's better than I thought. Thank you. Um, uh, while you continue, I'll go back to 2013. Okay. So I I think Brown is okay. Okay to good. I'm going to give your wide receivers... So straight average. No, but you got you got to look at the bench. So I've got Alshon Jeffrey on the bench because he's been hurt all season. Okay, well he's been hurt all season, so you're still not getting very much. But uh, but he he will play though. He will not be hurt the whole season. That's true. Like this Um, is why I think my team is going to get good. Foster Foster's back. Alshon will get healthy. I've I've got potential. You have Kenny Britt. That's I I always uh, have Kenny Britt. Oh, you. I'm dropping him this week for Chuck Kendrick West. No, don't tell me that, because I was going to bump you up to a six because of Kenny Britt. <laughs> I, and then I might keep him. I started in one game, and he put up uh, six for 102, I think. Or eight for 102, maybe. That's not bad. I know. It's See, brilliant. See, one day he's going to pay off, and that was that was two weeks ago. Good work. Um, all right, so you have... I think you have average wide receivers. I'm not going to give you any better than that. All right, maybe before... I think Aaron Foster must have been hurt all 2013. He he was ranked. He finished 42nd and unowned in fantasy. So let's okay. assume he got hurt. Right. So look, we have a a, a terrible season followed by a good season. He's he had his- like three good seasons before the terrible season. It's not like 50 50. It's like 20. percent Uh sure, whatever. I'll I believe you. Um, he would have been a consensus first round pick if he had not started the season injured. Like it, no doubt, he went in the first round of the league this year. I mean, you can keep fighting. I don't. I. I just didn't rank him very highly because I considered him an injury risk. So you know, that's my opinion. Okay. Um, he's not producing this year, so that's another data point that says that he's not that great. Okay. Um, uh, Tyler Eifert coming out of nowhere to be the second best tight end in the league. Correct. Now I do not think he will stay there, but he's obviously good. The Bengals look good. The Bengals it's, look too good. It's, it. It really confuses me. But I mean. That comeback in Seattle was legit. Like Dalton played well. They looked good. It was it was really shocking. I I didn't see it. I didn't really pay attention. But I'll I'll take your word for okay. it. It, it. It happened. <laughs> good work. Good work, Cincinnati. Um, Peyton's been trash. So that's where it just all falls apart. And I know yeah, you, you own- were banking. 
But that's a big risk, man. Peyton Manning, it's like, what year is the year that he falls off? It's and this year. I'm pretty sure I had him last year. You did. I looked it up before this. Yeah, and, and I was a little bit iffy on that, too. But I was like, you know what? The drop-off can't be that big. And it wasn't that big until we got to later on in the season, which is the reason why I exited the playoffs so quickly. Um, but this year, he's just looked like... He's looked like the last four games of last year, basically. Correct. Uh, he might have even have looked worse. And, yeah. like, there were all the stories about how, like, his quad was hurt, and, like, it, it, there was a reason he was that bad, but I don't know. It's, the man can't feel, his, like, the tips is, of his it, fingers. Is there, any, is there any hope? I'm holding out hope he'll have, like, two or three games of 30 points, like, at a crucial time for me when I need to make the playoffs. Like, he has to have a couple good games, doesn't he? If he goes in, has he played any indoor games yet? Um, that's a good question. Don't all quarterbacks have to have good games, though? So he played Baltimore at home, at KC, and he played at Detroit, that's indoors. And he put up 25 points. See? That was his best game at Detroit. He's got to send him back indoors. Okay, he goes at Indy Week 9, that's a dome. Um, and I believe that's the only dome. Okay, okay. he's got one more dome game. I, I think he'll do better than where he is right now, but I don't think by very much. Fuck, so, if I just take in Tom Brady, I'd be the goddamn best team in the league. Well, you know, some some of us make good calls and some of us make bad calls. I know. I know. Um, you got the Texans defense, which is 31st in points. Yeah, I need to do something about that. Um, and I'm not even going to talk about kickers because that's a waste. Um, I'm putting your team. I'm putting your team straight middle of the table, like like five, like six, maybe so, seven. So. That that actually I'll take because you're giving me a straight average grade and you're assuming Foster sucks and you're assuming Alshon Jeffries sucks and if both of them play well that's two game changers. Yeah, but then you also you have to take into account the fact that Eifert's going to come back down to earth and. But what know. if Peyton Manning just gets to like 18 points a game as opposed to three points a game? Like 18 is so easy for quarterbacks. It's like 250 yards and like one and a half touchdowns. I want to see you start a football game and get 18 points a game because I'm pretty sure your arm strength is maybe close to Peyton Manning's. Competent. I can't, I can't grip a full-size football, though. That was always my problem. So you have to get hand enhancement surgery. Oh, is that a thing people do these days? It is. It's how people become quarterbacks. Plus, Jordan Matthews has sucked, and he might get better. And plus, Yeldon is going to get better as the season goes on. Okay, so Reece, all those reasons you mean that you're actually, you're actually the number one team in the league. I wouldn't go that far. Actually, I would go that far, but you I'm not, go, go I'm not going to. Maybe, should I just put out power rankings that I'm number one? You, you, should just, you should just rank from 2 to 12. It's happened before. Um, all right, so that's fair. G- good exercise. I appreciate but don't agree with your uninformed opinions. Great. Um, I'm, I'm glad you do. Um, all right, so obviously we like not a lot of coverage of league so far. Yoni's five and zero, so Yoni's obviously looking like the top team right now. But I don't know. Have you looked at his roster at all? There's like so many players that are just performing at outrageously high levels. I played him like week two, and his team was ridiculous. But now that I'm looking at it, so like he's gotten insanely good play out of Josh McCown and Andy Dalton as his quarterbacks. So Andy Dalton has staying power, I, I think. Like, he's, I, I have no reason to believe that he's going to regress significantly. If you say um, Eifert's going to regress, like, a little bit, then Dalton regresses a little bit. Like, Dalton doesn't finish this good. No quarterbacks finish this good. Didn't he finish, like, in the top five, like, two years ago or something? Yes, but we all know that was a fluke. Well, he, maybe he we're all just hair. biased against him because he's a redhead. We obviously thought about that. the case, but, like, he, he cannot play this good. 
It, it's it's not. It's just the football doesn't work that way. All right. Well, you know, maybe, but it's possible that he continues at a good but not as good pace. All right. And Josh McCown the last three weeks were twenty four, twenty eight, and forty six. Like, right, how the fuck does that happen? I mean, it's, it's Cleveland. Like, Cleveland quarterbacks are terrible, and it's got he's got to come back down to earth. And, like, who were their receivers? And, like, who, their whole offense should be terrible. I mean, the O-line is pretty good, but... I have no idea. I have, like, I saw I saw Cleveland play in the first game of the season against the Jets, and they just looked, they're just terrible. Like, they, they had nothing. So, the fact that he's been, I mean... The other thing is, this past week, you played against the Ravens, who apparently decided that they don't like playing defense anymore. Yeah, they're, they're so, a terrible team. So they, so I mean, I guess he's benefiting from that. But I don't, I mean, the way I see his team, it's Andy Dalton. If Andy Dalton stays good, then his team will still have a shot. You have Gronk, who's always going to put up pretty good points. Agreed. And he's getting, and he's getting like, so Fitzgerald is just a good call, because I didn't see that coming, but... You know, a no. little bit of uh, extra attention to him is going a long way. So no one saw it coming. But let's be clear that Fitzgerald's also not finishing top three. Like, I don't think well, he finishes top ten. I'm, but you don't, I mean, as long as he's, cons- like, let me see what his stats are this year. Like, I, I'm not saying Yoni's team is bad. This is a playoff team. He's already made the playoffs at 5-0. Like, I'm not sure he's going to miss the playoffs. The thing is, he's getting targets, and Karst, like, your, your, your favorite player, Carson T- Palmer's looking good this I year. I haven't so. even gotten to that yet. I hope... Every goddamn person should come on this podcast and say I was right about Carson Palmer being good. Well, if he stays healthy, that's the thing, right? I, I always agree. the with Carson Palmer. Sure, but but he's good. Like he's, or, he's him good. in this him in, but, in this offense is very good. But this is the same reason why. Like, so I would never draft Carson Palmer for the same reason I don't want to draft Arian Foster because I have the feeling that he's going to get injured at some point. Is going to throw my roster into disarray. So. I, I don't disagree with, like, injury risk. First of all, you took Stafford, who, well, yeah, I guess not injury risk anymore. But, like, if you get a quarterback in the fifth round where Palmer goes, and he has, like, top easy top ten potential, and you could make an argument for top five potential, that's worth the injury risk. It depends on how, depends on what you think his, his ceiling is. I, I'm not so sure about top five, but he may end up. Top, top five is a stretch. Like, his ceiling's probably, like, seventh or eighth, but you never know. He's, he, doesn't, he has not had a bad game. His, his worst game is 20 points this season. He's, like, very consistent in that offense. Well, if he stays healthy. That's all I have to say. All right. Um, and you have Julio Jones for... So, going back to Tony's roster, you have yeah. Julio Jones, who's just performing really, really well. So, I look pretty stupid passing on Jones, but I'm okay with it. But, um, no, he's he's been really, really good. And his, But his, who are his running backs? Deion Lewis and Chris Ivory out of nowhere. What are these guys? Oh, I know Chris Ivory. But Chris like, Ivory Deion plays Lewis? for the Jets. Yeah, Deion Lewis was cut by the Eagles, um, and it's the new Shane Vereen on the Patriots. Good lord! But you, the like the number one rule of fantasy is well, first you don't take any any uh, Cleveland Browns, which is breaking. And you never take the New England running back. Like you never do that, and apparently that's no longer the case. I went high on Shane Vereen last year. It's not no, it's not no longer the case. Like it, it's Lewis has been good, but he'll still get completely ignored for multiple games in a row. Like, when they play Indy next week, I'm pretty sure LeGarrette Blount will rush for 300 yards, and they will not throw to a running back. Like, that's what they always do against him. I mean, possible, but so far this season, he hasn't scored less fewer than 12 points. Yeah. It's, it's, four, it's, it's sample size four. All right, so, so Indy's like, so Yoni's, Yoni's clearly the number one team. I just think, like, almost everything that could have gone well for him has gone extremely well for him so far. I completely agree. I think that, I mean, I think that, 
he has a lot of uncertainty right now because you don't know whether or not the like his running backs are going to be able to maintain their pace if um Andy Dalton can stay as good as he's been. If Larry Fitzgerald will realize that he's old, but I think as far as you know, you can't argue with production through through five games, and he's been doing very well. So I, I agree, he's on historic paces if he keeps it up. And like I actually, I root for Yoni in fantasy. Like he's he's a very solid, he's a solid league member. He contributes positively. He he like puts in the time. He deserves to win, and he's came close the last couple of years as not won. So like, and if I, I'm I, not going to win, I would actually root for Yoni. I think I tell you this, or I send you an email about this after every time he's on the podcast. But I'm like, every time, Yoni is just a solid co-host. He, he, he always like he is has, very good. He's prepared. He's somewhat funny. I know it's kind of hard for him, but he's somewhat funny. Yeah. Um, and he does a very all-around good job. I, I completely agree. Since he figured out his internet issue like three years ago, and that's not a problem anymore. Um, he he's he's as prepared as anyone. Like him. And Vigo and Anton are, like, the people I would trust them by far the most to come prepared for a podcast. Yeah, Vigo does a good job, too. Is Vigo going to come on the podcast? Oh, Vigo will, come, Vigo, Vigo will come on a pod. Um, Vigo's, and, and Anton is just, he, he's, like, biding his time because he, he got a little overplayed over the fall, like, the summer and the offseason. But, like, Anton's going to get on the podcast, like, three times by the end of the season. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. I mean, do you see your schedule being uh, a little bit easier going forward? Uh, I mean, I still work a lot, but it's, like, the, the two weeks around the Pope were, like, the most I've ever worked. So. Wait, isn't, like, isn't Uber an app that can just run on its own? Well, that's what people think, but it's not true, actually. We do, it's not automated. We do everything manually. So, so well, where do you keep your slaves, though? We don't have slaves, but, like, when you request a trip, like, we ha- basically have, like, a giant switchboard, and we just have to, like, press the button to make sure the car comes to you. And you open up the door that allows the slave in the car to... Enter the road. Let's get off the word slave. Oh, Uh, okay. uh, The the driver in the car provides a service to you as a driver. Priest, it's pure economics, man. You should love this shit. I'm I'm just giving you a hard time because there's so many people that hate Uber. There are, and they're wrong. (laughs) And I'm sure you're an avid Uber user. I I use Uber a ton. I I like it. Good. Uh, That's what I like to hear. So my number two team... um, this may surprise, and he's going to hate when I say this. You don't, any guess who my number two team is? Um, let me see. Uh, it gives it away that he will hate when I call him number two right now. Anton? It actually is Anton. Like, and you're playing him this week in a, one of the, the highlight matchups, actually. Oh, man. Um, Anton's team, and you're lucky, though, because you're getting him with Todd Gurley and Latavius Murray on buys. So that's his number two and three running backs. So he'd definitely be starting one of them. But... Look at Anton's team, man. He's if he goes Gurley and Freeman, he's got good running backs. Rivers and Bradford. Bradford's looking better every game. Um, yeah. He, I, I, I kind of have faith now he'll get to that Eagles level production. Rivers will fall off. Like the last couple years, he's always better in the first half. But and then Big Ben comes back. You get Antonio Brown back. Calvin Johnson will look better. Like. Anton's team is really solid all the way around. So what is Devontae Freeman? Like, I don't understand how he went from being basically garbage last season to being very, very good this year. So I like that you said what is. Um, he's, I mean, he was a rookie last year. It's, it's like, can always be difficult for rookies to adapt, I guess. I realize that. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a fair question. And it's probably, obviously, he's on an insanely hot streak of 42-35-30. And he leads the NFL in touchdowns right now. And he's like... One of those, like, five, nine, third down backs, I think. But, I mean, Atlanta's a good offense. Why do they have so much production? Like, how do they have enough production to keep Freeman at the top of the league and then also Julio Jones? 
Well, they don't have a second wideout. They used to have Roddy White, and he's not there anymore. Like, he's there, but he just sucks. Like, I'm pretty sure I have him on my team. I mean, you might. You should drop him if you do. There's no point in going Yeah. Yeah, he's got a pretty scary team. And, wait, is Bradford even playing well? Bradford has been the last two. I mean, well in terms of actual football, no. He throws terrible picks. He's done, like, four end zone picks already this season, including oh. two last game. Or maybe it was a game before. Um, but, fantasy-wise... His last two games, 27-24, and obviously I watch all the Eagles games. Like, the first three games of the season, he did not put the ball downfield at all. He just threw, like, five-yard slants, and, like, he, he just... And the last two games, like, I think he, he's missing a lot of them, but they're growing deep a lot, and it just completely changes his game and the offense. Huh. And, like, if... I mean, obviously he's a, if he stays healthy, more than almost any other quarterback of all time. But it's... I don't know. Hey, he's... If he plays like this, he's top 10 the rest of the way for sure. Also, how are the Eagles doing? I haven't even... Uh, they're kind of terrible, but now we're good again. It's, I mean, our, our offense, the first, like, three and a half games has been, like, literally atrocious. Did, if, did you watch the Eagles-Jets game? That was the only good game we played. Yeah. Um, so I, I believe that they're, they have the potential. So that was, like, a, we've had, like, halves this season. Where we've had multiple halves of, like, under 20 yards of total offense. Um, they, they, like, went through halves without, like, getting a first down. Like, the, like the first half of the first game and the second half of the second game or something. I, I, but I don't know. So okay. the, It's the NFC East, so anyone can win it. Yeah, it's... Dallas, I, I actually think the Giants are good. I kind of have a feeling we're going for a Giants-Patriots Super Bowl again. Oh, please don't. Please. I would, and then I would have to root for Eli. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't root for the Patriots unless you're a Patriots fan. Yeah, I know. Um, well... I kind of I used to like them before they beat the Eagles in the 04 Super Bowl, but ever since, no. Also, they you on board. They, they kind of cheated everything. Um, so yeah, I'd say Anton Yoni Anton in the top two. After that, I think it's really unclear. Uh, I, I think my team's good. I think your team's pretty good. I think most of their teams suck. Um, but who's, who's got the lowest points scored? So so Lionel's team is atrocious, and this kind of happens to Lionel every year. Um, it's just a combination of bad injury luck and bad drafting and bad fantasy management. Oh, man, he's he's currently starting Ryan Mallett and Brandon Whedon on bye. That's yeah, so- and the best part of that, although the worst, I, I kind of feel bad for Lionel, is he went luck number one overall and then Roethlisberger in the third round. So he went QB one and QB three with the first pick of each round. So, like, theoretically, he should be stacked there, and he's starting Ryan Mallett and Brandon Whedon. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just tough luck. I mean, I, 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 you can't argue with with picking luck where he was. And Roethlisberger had he been healthy, he definitely would have put up third round numbers. I, I'm not saying that they weren't bad picks at all. Like I was looking through Lionel's first five picks. So luck obviously has been a disaster so far. Then Jeremy Hill, like none of these are bad picks. Like they, he he picked them where they should have been taken. Had Ben Roethlisberger, his first three picks have done nothing. And then Julian Edelman, his fourth round, is his best player. And his fifth round, Devonta Adams, I think he cut. Like, he just has no well, production from the top of his draft. His receivers are pretty decent, and one of his receivers answers the question who McCown's throwing to, because apparently it's Travis Benjamin. But actually, it was Manziel that was throwing to him the games he was... Oh, right, yeah, Manziel would just, like, throw it deep, and he'd go up and get yeah, it. Yeah, he would just, like, close his eyes and throw the ball. And he's still getting about 10, 10 points a game, so he's getting thrown Benjamin to Benjamin was there, so... And Ruben, Ruben Randall fantasy, I wouldn't even say his receivers. I, I mean, I'm, I guess Eric Decker, I don't, I don't know, what has he done this mm. year? Has he done anything? No. He's not. He's. I mean, it's Brandon Marshall, and Decker is secondary, clearly. Um, yeah, Lionel is 
basically already out from the playoff race. I think Fuse and Moose are, are almost out as well. But it's, yeah, I, I, I feel bad. That, so I don't understand Moose's name. Um, what is it? The fast, fast kicking, low scoring. Is it about sock? Is it? I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it either. So the the logo is something. It's a Simpsons character. It looks like. Okay, like a, maybe I just don't get it. An unnamed Simpsons character. But if neither also, one of us gets it, and we're basically the smartest two people in the league, uh, almost like, definitely. I, I also I, I need to to point out Vigo still hasn't changed his name, and even though his name is no longer, it's still true, completely true. He's got to change the name. Hudson's changed his name six times already this year. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's a little bit too much. But it's very confusing to figure out which his team is each week. Well, it's just who he's playing, right? Yeah, but it, it just like always throws me off when I look through the teams. Um, like now it's Jer Bears Red Hair, which is actually a good team name. But I looked at it and thought that was Lamb Chop's team because there's a picture of Lamb Chop or Andy Dalton, I think. Close enough. But it's or too much work. Like, having hair. to change your name every single week? Yeah, fucking Vigo. When he gets on the podcast... I gotta, I gotta talk oh. about that. He didn't change his avatar either, or, or his logo, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, sure. Well, he's he's in four. Currently, he's he's so. three and two. He's gonna lose to me this weekend. Um, hopefully, I don't know. He's he's not high on his team. He's got Bell and Ingram. He's good there. Um, I don't think he's great anywhere else. Um, AJ Green, I'm actually a little worried about. For um, like, or I would be if if I owned him. Like, I think Dalton's a lot better spreading the ball around. And like the last couple of years, he, he kind of throws all his picks when he just targets into AJ Green way too much. And he did that against Seattle also. Well, they have Green, they've got Jones, right? They got and Jones, they got Sanu, they got Eifert, they got like Gio Bernard. Like they have a lot of options, which is, I think just, that's way better for their offense. But if you look at AJ Green, he's got one huge game of 45 points and nothing else like over 11. So like, I'm not sure he's like consistently a, a wide out one. I think he'll have his couple big games, but I don't think he's going to give you like the 18 points every week, like the 100 yards in a touchdown games. And I, I don't think Cincinnati is as good as they've been so far. I mean, like, they're, 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 I don't have any doubts that they're a solid team, but, you know, coming up and, and winning, they 4-0 or something? Yeah, um, they're 5-0. Five five they're 5-0. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't buy it. I'm not, not wholly into that. So if Dalton comes back down to earth a little bit, then Green's production may drop off even more. But who knows? I, I agree. Um, I, I, Vigo, Vigo's on my over my top overrated teams list right now. Anton's on my top underrated teams list, and then Fuse and Moose and Lionel and possibly Noah. I can't decide. They're on my teams that just really suck list, and those are basically all the lists I have. It's a solid number of lists. Well, it's three, and two of them were only one team, so I'm not even sure if that counts as a list. I'll give it to you. Give it to me. Um, thanks, Priest. So we so week six, um, we've got we got a couple. Good matchups. We got you versus Anton. That that's a good matchup, I think. And then we've got CB versus Yoni. CB was like the pretty strong consensus top team out of the draft. And then Yoni's five and zero. So I'm kind of interested to see that one. I actually think CB's going to win this in an upset. I was actually just looking at because I remember all of the talk about CB's team being very clearly the best. So it's it, it's fallen apart because Drew Brees sucks. Yeah, and I mean. I don't know where he got Drew Brees, like where in the draft. Second round, end of the second round. Second round, yeah. I mean, you could see it a little bit last year. And obviously, like, one year doesn't mean that he's definitely in decline. But he didn't look like he was in that upper echelon of quarterbacks last year. And so he's clearly fallen off since then. Um, and Frank, he had a lot of these really good upside picks. And at least Andre Johnson is starting to come around for him. Well, we but thought... Frank- 
Sorry, yeah, go. Frank Gore hasn't been... I, people thought that Frank Gore would be a really huge contributor. I don't think he's yeah. done as much as we, we expected. Well, well, we just we thought the Colts... I think in fantasy, at least, a lot of people thought the Colts, oh, would just be unstoppable this year. And, like, every... I mean, one of those teams were, like, three wideouts, a tight end, a running back would all be, like, fantasy startable. And, like, obviously that's just not happened at all. Yeah, and especially if Luck isn't isn't back he's, to form. When he he's supposed back. to play this weekend. I... I don't know. I'm going to feel so stupid when this comes backfires. I think the Colts beat the Patriots this weekend. Really? Why? It's just like, it's pure hunch. And obviously, the Patriots have owned them in the past and should be really fucking fired up for this game. And I think it's in New England anyway. Um, I think you can see like the evilness of Belichick. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's home. I don't know. I think the Colts have sucked so far. And Andrew Luck has sucked. I think they're going to be really... I think they're just due for like... It looks due for a good game. He's a he's a great quarterback. They have good pieces. I think they're tired of getting crushed by the Patriots. I think the but Patriots think, are kind of over. Have they're overconfident for this for a long time. They're overconfident like, I think this has been right on now, their though. on their agenda to like lay the smackdown on the Colts. It, it it has been, but it's got to have been on the Colts' agenda also to not get crushed by the Patriots again. Like yeah, but if you're, you're going to take the evil genius that's Belichick against anybody else with a lot of incentive to do well, I'm going to take Belichick because he's just, I mean, he's got like Satan on his side. He's going to, he's going to find a game plan that's going to so, trash healthy or, or injured luck. So, okay. The, the Patriots will probably win the game. I don't think they blow them out. I think the Colts score. I think it's like, a, it's not 40 to seven. Like I think okay. both teams score. So I think for CB, you've got like Johnson and Gore. Um, and then you've got Breeze. He's got Breeze and Matt Ryan going against each other Thursday night. Those are always shootout games, Atlanta versus New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, Peterson going against KC, not um, off a bye, not a great defense. Um, Golden Tate sucks. Bolden sucks. Uh, I don't know. I, I, just, I think it's time for Yoni to lose. That, that's, it's, it's my pick of the week. My upset special is CB over Yoni. All right. Um, I'm taking the other side of that, but that, that's fine. That's fair. We can see who wins, assuming you actually watch the games and pay attention. Well, if the, uh, if the Mets get eliminated tomorrow, then I will. Okay. Um, yeah, those are the only interesting matchups. Like, me versus Vigo are kind of like middle-pack teams. Uh, Hudson, uh, Lanchard, middle-pack teams. Actually, in, in my mind, the four, four worst teams all play each other, like Lionel versus Moose and then Fuse versus Noah. So a couple of those teams will actually be 3-3, three and three, which in this league is a good record right now. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, we will definitely see who, uh, who does stuff. All right, Priest. Well said. Well said. Um, that, that, was, that was my rundown. Um, you said you have a good Tronerx question for me. All right. Yeah, I do. Well, at least I think I do. Everyone thinks they do. Oh, we'll see. Okay, so, so here's the scenario. Uh, you have to select a team of three Trons to get you $10 million in less than 24 hours. Okay. Now, other parameters include if they do this illegally, and you get sent to and and they get sent to jail, you will also be sent to jail. Okay, I think we did three chance to rob a bank with a while back, but I guess it's not. This the is same a little thing. bit different. I mean, like you can that that kind of I guess that that kind of encompasses it because you could try to rob a bank, but this is a little bit different. This may be a little more white collar. Okay, so it's hard to get. You said ten million dollars in twenty four hours. Yeah. Are there ways to do that legally? I'm not thinking about like none of us are hedge fund traders. I don't think so. Uh, Probably. Well, it would it would take. What's the strategy here? Measures. It would take extreme measures. Do I go legal or illegal? 
Like, I don't even know where to go. Or do I give a mix? Well, you can hedge. And, and remember, this is a team of three, so if they don't work together well, then you may be screwed over. Well, that's the question. Do they have... I don't know if I want them to work together. Maybe I'll just send each off on their own mission and hope... That's possible. And hope one hits. That's possible. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I can go first if you want. I think I'm supposed to go first. I'll give you a little more time to think. This is a little more... I'll I'll have you go first. I'll have you go first. We start with the bottoms, right? We always do. Okay. So on my bottom, I have three people that I think will all... As a group, they will not work well together. And then on top of that, I think they'll be ineffective even if they go off separately. Um, So the the three people that I have on the bottom uh, are Noah, Fuse, and Moose. Noah, Fuse, and Moose. That's an interesting combo. Um, so, so I'll, I'll, yeah, I would not have Noah on this list for sure. Um, so I think Noah gets frustrated with people who are, I'd say, illogical very, very quickly. And I think, I think pairing him, I'm sorry. I think Anton gets much more frustrated with illogical people. From what? So I haven't seen either of these people. In, well, I've seen I saw Anton last year, but I haven't seen Noah in a while. But I think he gets really frustrated in the email threads when people just say illogical things. So oh, that's true. Okay. We may be able to throw Anton there, but I think Anton actually has... He's a lawyer, so I think there may be some way of him to, like, pull money out of escrow or something. So I'm, I'm going to go with no with this one. Um, even though Fuse has the ability to come up with some kind of random, ridiculous scheme that may work, I think in all probability it won't work, so he's on the bottom. And Moose, while he's smart and nice, I just don't think I could see him ever coming up with $10 million anyway. Yeah, well, except Moose's whole thing is, like, higher-ed administration. It's like, you can embezzle the shit out of that from university, they won't even notice. But he doesn't have power yet, so I actually thought about that, and I thought about putting him in the top because he can get he can get to endowments. Yeah, but I don't, endowment I don't riches. Yeah. Well, in, like, it, um, I don't know. I, I, and I don't know about Fuse either, because Fuse is, like, really Jew weaselly and like would like find a way to like juice some money out of somewhere I think but but he's but every one of his schemes gets screwed up in some way so I, I have no confidence that even though he's weaselly he'll be able to be successful but if you keep trying eventually you'll it could work yes but you don't want you don't want your future to be tied into one of his very low probability weasley schemes okay okay um let me go bottom three okay Noah is on my bottom three for this. Um, I, I haven't put you the rest of the team yet. That's too hard to think about who works with who. But I just can't see Noah having the skills to like or, or the desire to do this. Really, mm-hmm. um, I, I just don't. I can't think like how like physics will do it. Although I guess if like he builds a rocket ship or something and just like sells tickets like SpaceX, but. Can't imagine you could do that in 24 hours. Probably not. Um, let's go Noah on the bottom. I will go Vigo on the bottom. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Vig. Um, actually, that kind of I'm not sure Vigo and Noah would make that great a pair either. Um, but I don't know. Like, I just don't. I don't know if Vigo. Vigo's not very. I don't think he's very good at talking his way out of a situation. Yeah. So he's gonna get caught. Like, if, yeah. if you're doing anything illegal or shady, Vigo's going to get caught. In fact, like, he's one of the few people I know in my life who got caught using a fake ID at a liquor store. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I was supposed to, like, either drive him, or it may even, 
it wasn't my ID. I used to actually let him. I think I used to actually buy alcohol for him or something at one point. Yeah, and then at some point he got, he got caught. Yeah, it's so Vico's going to get caught, and then I'm going to go to jail with Vico. And I thought about this a long time in my life. Like, I'd be really bad in jail. Um, I don't, it's not a good place for me. No. So, okay, we've got Vigo, we've got Noah. I, I, I don't want to say Moose. Who else is in the league? Um, I thought about Yoni. I, I thought about Yoni, too, actually. The, so Yoni, again, I, Yoni would be good in a heist situation, though. And if we go with, like, the just rob some drug dealers or something, or I've been watching Narcos, so maybe, like, hit the cartel. Like, okay. Yoni would be good at that. Um, he's also kind of unassuming, though. I think he could be, you know, if you have some kind of, like, white-collar plan to to rob somebody, I think he's got, like, the whole dad vibe going on, so he could be of some use that way. Yeah, I, I can't throw Yoni Bottoms. Um, I, I don't want to throw Fuse Bottom. Who else in the league? It's These, these are the hard questions in life. Um, what if I put you on the bottom, Priest? Would you be good at this? Uh, probably not. I'm throwing you on the bottom, actually. Sounds good. Um, so I've got you, Noah, and Vigo. And that's an odd team. I don't think you guys will get along. Well, maybe uh, you will, actually. You all like I, baseball. I like Vigo. I, I get along with Vigo pretty well. Everyone gets but, along with Vigo. Yeah. Vigo's get-alongable. And people get along with you. And people go, yeah, maybe it would work, actually. All right. That, that's my team, though. So you right. guys, I'm, I'm, going down hard with you. I'm going down hard with you guys. All right. So, so my my all star group to uh, to get myself ten million dollars in twenty four hours. I, am I on your squad, priest? Well, let me let me back this up. So I'm going to start with the. So what I wanted was I wanted a a weaselly and possibly shady lawyer. Okay. Um. And so what I had to choose from uh, it was Anton and Hudson. Um. And I really think that Hudson would break the rules to get this this money if I needed. And I know that like. Anton might do it, but I think he's a little bit more upstanding. I think I can count on Hudson to to uh, do things both in an illegal way and then also cover it up if need be. I get the sense that Anton is like doesn't give a fuck about rules or stuff like in life, but like about like the law, like takes it very seriously and like wouldn't actually like be a shady lawyer. Right. So I think Hudson's a really good shady lawyer to have on your yeah. side. But but the um, question is, what can a lawyer do? Like, well, I mean, at the very minimum, he can keep you from doing anything that's, like, both illegal and will be easily caught. Well, then so you want Anton him. for that, not Hudson. Well, but I think he'd, he'd be willing to actually go past the line. Anton's a defense lawyer. That's what he does. Yeah, but it may not be, this, may, this might not be criminal, or this, this, this will probably be, like, a white-collar type embezzlement scheme. So if, if we, we really need to get that money quickly, we want to know that somebody, whoever is your lawyer, is going to be willing to break those rules and, I don't know, Enron it up for you. Okay. All right, fine. Go, Hudson. So I've got, I've got Hudson there. Um, and then my second teammate, he serves two purposes. So it's CB. So CB, while he's an economist and not really into finance too much, I think he would know logically the ways to go about getting the sum of money. I think that he has the, the logical skills to figure it out. And then also he's a really trustworthy guy. I think if you saw him come up to you on the street and ask you for $5, uh, you'd probably give it to him. He just seems like the kind of guy that like normal, nice, trustworthy guy. So if you need someone to play that role like in your, in your scheme, I think you'd go with CB. I, I, CB might get a top spot for me too. And then the next spot 
uh, it was a toss-up. Um, it was a toss-up actually between you and and Lamb Chop. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. So the reason why was because both of you have access to businesses <laughs> with a good deal of revenue. I don't know exactly how much revenue Uber Uber has, but they must have a good deal of funding, if not revenue. Yeah, it's in the trillions. I don't exactly know how much. I, it may even be beyond that. But yeah. you guys both have access to a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of cash on hand. If by some chance you can get access to it, no, we just um, keep it in the office, just like cash. Right. I mean, like it isn't it like there's like a you know there's the M M&M and M dish and then the money dish. Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah, usually. Yeah. But, so, given that you both have access to this, I actually decided to go with you instead of LC. Um, and the reason why yes. was that I, I don't think Lamb Chop would be able to work well as a team with other people. With I anyone. Think, he'd probably just say, you know, fuck it and, and leave. Um, but I think you'd like this challenge a lot. Oh, and this is, you relied this on is to, meant for me, Priest. I, I think you'd be good at weaseling $10 million. And I think you'd have enough common sense to try to leave as little trace as possible or to do it in some way that it wouldn't be mm. terribly illegal. And if not, you'd have Hudson trying to watch your back. So you, so. you need Hudson. The, 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 so first of all, I, I, I'm honored I have a top spot even though I put you on my bottom. But It's all right. See, I, I'm, a very, I'm a very volatile player here because you're right. There's a good chance I could pull it off. Also, very high chance of me just getting caught. Well, that's why we have... So, CB will, like, hear you out and try to keep you, keep you level. I think that's, that's what I have CB see, there for. See, your mistake is if, you're, if you built your team around me, which I feel like you did, Anton would be a better get-me-off lawyer than Hudson. But that's Possibly. okay. That's okay. But I mean... But the thing is, we don't know exactly how this is going to work, right? I mean, I'm going to throw you guys out there and see what you can do. We may not even be using you. We may be just be using your connections to Uber. Okay. That, that's fair. Um, so I got an obvious top that you, you didn't include, um, often forgotten as a strong member of the league, but the easiest way to do this is just fucking hack something and steal a goddamn $10 million. So we got to have Frogger on the top here. Oh, Frogger. He's the only one with hacking skills. Oh, that's so good. Although I kind of remember Anton thinking he knew how to hack like five years ago, but I don't think he actually does. Um, That's, that's a solid choice. So Frogger could hack something or he could probably hack something internally and just like, route funds from his own company or something. So, yeah. so so Frog's a good number one here. And then, unfortunately, not allowed to choose yourself, but me and Frog were great at everything together. So I, I'm a logical number two on his team, but I, I, won't, I won't do that. Um, Who's your sub? I This isn't the sub for me. I have Choir Boy also. Um, I agree that, like, I'm trying to think the ways to do this. Like, one is to hack it. The other is to, like, come up with some finance, finance model and just, like, day trade the shit out of it. Um, so I think CB would probably be our best bet at that. Um, third top spot. I, I'm not gonna go lawyer. I don't think. Like, I just. I, I'm not. I'm not concerned about getting caught. Like, I. I, I want to put all my eggs in like the accomplishes basket and just worry about. You have like, no hedge. No, you have no nobody hedge. to tell well, you. I'm, I'm, see, can't do this. No, no, no. See, see. Here's my hedge. My hedge is I'm not building a team to do one strategy together. I'm gonna have three people do three independent strategies. So I'm hedging my chances of success, not hedging against the risk of being caught, if you think about it like that. Okay. Like, my way, I might end up with $30 million if they each work and I get $10 million three ways. That doesn't matter. You, you only need 10. Like, imagine you you need 10 because otherwise you can't buy access to the poison antidote or something. Okay. Like, that's all you need. So Fuse, 
he works for some like digital ad agency, I think. I don't know if he could rip off a client. Like maybe he could like sell ten million dollars worth of web ads and then just keep the money. Hard here. Um, I wish he was. In, if someone was in real estate, I'd take him in a second because you can just rip people off so easily in real estate. Um, I didn't put Yo. Did I put Yoni on my bottom list? I don't even remember. Anymore. No, you didn't. You put me. All oh, right, God. It's so much harder when you don't know the question and have your answers right now ahead of time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, this is what I've, I've put everyone on the spot for so long now. Um, fuse. No, I'm going Fuse. I think he's Weasley to do it. All right. All right. I, that's, I, I, that's I think good. he tries. So I've got Frogger, Choir Boy, Fuse. That's a team that will, will not work together well, you know? at all. No, I don't, I'm not sure there's two people on the team that will work well together. But that's the point. They're all doing their separate things. Okay. All doing separate things. All right, that's, all my, right. that's my squad, Priest. All right. I, I, I look forward to seeing them get you $10 million. I want to say my team is better than yours, but yours has me on it. So I'm not Obviously sure. Obviously not. Mine's number one. All right, Priest. Thanks for coming to the show, man. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Glad to help. You, you got me back in my podcast flow. Hopefully I'll get something out next week for everyone. Uh, yep. Good luck against Anton. And I'll talk. I'll, I'll. I won't see the alumni game, but maybe I'll see you again in life one day. Maybe. Anything's right. possible. It is. All right. See you, man. Take care.